Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read you the whole Bible every year based on the rhythm of the weekly Torah portions. And um, I'm Johanna. I'm your reader today. Today is Tuesday, the 17th of January, and on the Hebrew calendar, it is the 24th of Tevet. This week, our parasha, or portion, from the Torah is called Va'era, which means I appeared. Today, our first portion that we will read is Exodus 6:29 through 7, 7. Before we get into the readings, let's take a moment to bless God and to thank Him for His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples through His Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. The Lord said to Moshe, I am the Lord. Tell Paro, king of Mitzrayim, all that I tell you. Moshe said before the Lord, Behold, I am of uncircumcised lips, and how shall Paro listen to me? The Lord said to Moshe, Behold, I have made you as God to Paro, and Aaron, your brother, shall be your prophet. You shall speak all that I command you, and Aaron, your brother, shall speak to Paro, and he shall let the sons of Israel go out of his land. I will harden Paro's heart and multiply my signs and my wonders in the land of Mitzrayim. But Paro will not listen to you, so I will lay my hand on Mitzrayim and bring out my armies, my people, the sons of Israel, out of the land of Mitzrayim by great judgments. The Mitzrayim shall know that I am the Lord when I stretch out my hand on Mitzrayim and bring the sons of Israel out from among them. Moshe and Aaron did so. As the Lord commanded them, so they did. Moshe was eighty years old, and Aaron eighty-three years old, when they spoke to Paro. That was Exodus six twenty-nine through seven seven. And now our portion from the prophets today is First Kings or Melachim Aleph, chapters five and six. Now Shlomo ruled over all the kingdoms from the river to the land of the Plishtim and to the border of Mitzrayim. They brought tribute and served Shlomo all the days of his life. Now Shlomo's provision for one day was thirty cores of fine flour, sixty measures of flour, ten head of fat cattle, twenty head of cattle out of the pastures, and one hundred sheep, in addition to deer and gazelles and roebucks and fattened fowl. For he had dominion over all on this side of the river, from Tifsah even to Aza, over all the kings on the side of the river. And he had shalom on all sides around him. Yehuda and Israel lived safely, every man under his vine and under his fig tree, 
from Dan even to Be'er Sheva, all the days of Shlomo. And Shlomo had 40,000 stalls of horses for his chariots and 12,000 horsemen. Those officers provided food for King Shlomo and for all who came to King Shlomo's table. Every man in his month, they let nothing be lacking. They also brought barley and straw for the horses and swift steeds to the place where the officers were, each man according to his duty. And God gave Shlomo abundant wisdom and understanding and very great understanding, like the sand that is on the seashore. And Shlomo's wisdom excelled the wisdom of all the children of the east and all the wisdom of Mitzrayim. For he was wiser than all men, than Etan the Ezrahite, Heman, Kalkol, and Darda, the sons of Mahol. And his fame was in all the nations all around. And he spoke three thousand proverbs, and his songs numbered one thousand five. He spoke of trees from the cedar that is in Lebanon, even to the hyssop that grows out of the wall. He also spoke of animals, of birds, of creeping things, and of fish. People of all nations came to hear the wisdom of Shlomo, sent by all kings of the earth who had heard of his wisdom. Hiram, king of Tzur, sent his servants to Shlomo, for he had heard that they had anointed him king in the place of his father, and Hiram had always loved David. Shlomo sent to Hiram, saying, You know that David, my father, could not build a house for the name of the Lord his God, because of the wars which were around him on every side, until the Lord put his enemies under the soles of his feet. But now the Lord my God has given me rest on every side. There is neither adversary nor evil occurrence, and behold, I intend to build a house for the name of the Lord my God, as the Lord spoke to David my father, saying, Your son whom I will set on your throne in your place shall build the house for my name. And now, command that cedar trees be cut for me out of Lebanon. My servants will be with your servants, and I will give you wages for your servants according to all that you say. For you know that there is nobody among us who knows how to cut timber like the Sidonians. And it was, when Hiram heard the words of Shlomo, that he rejoiced greatly and said, Blessed is the Lord today, who has given to David a wise son to rule over this great people. And Hiram sent to Shlomo, saying, I have heard that which you have sent me. I will do all your desire concerning timber of cedar and concerning cypress timber. My servants will bring them down from Lebanon to the sea. I will make them into rafts to go by sea to the place that you specify to me, and I will cause them to be broken up there, and you will receive them. You will accomplish my desire in giving food for my household. So Hiram gave Shlomo cedar timber 
and cypress timber according to all his desire. And Shlomo gave Hiram 20,000 cores of wheat for food to his household and 20 cores of pure oil. Shlomo gave this to Hiram year by year. And the Lord gave Shlomo wisdom as he promised him. And there was shalom between Hiram and Shlomo. And the two of them made a treaty together. King Shlomo raised a levy out of all Israel, and the levy was 30,000 men. He sent them to Lebanon, 10,000 a month by courses. For a month they were in Lebanon, and two months at home. And Adoniram was over the men subject to forced labor. And Shlomo had 70,000 who bore burdens and 80,000 who were stone cutters in the mountains. Besides Shlomo's chief officers who were over the work, 3,300 who ruled over the people who labored in the work. The king commanded and they cut out large stones, costly stones, to lay the foundation of the house with worked stone. So Shlomo's builders and Hiram's builders and the Gebelites cut them and prepared the timber and the stones to build the house. And it came to pass in the 480th year after the sons of Israel had come out of the land of Mitzrayim, in the fourth year of Shlomo's reign over Israel, in the month Ziv, which is the second month, that he began to build the house of the Lord. The house which King Shlomo built for the Lord had a length of 60 cubits and its width 20 and its height 30 cubits. The porch in front of the temple of the house had a length of 20 cubits, which was along the width of the house. 10 cubits was its width in front of the house. He made windows of fixed latticework for the house. Against the wall of the house, he built floors all around. Against the walls of the house all around, both of the temple and of the inner sanctuary. And he made side rooms all around. The lowest floor was five cubits wide, and the middle was six cubits wide, and the third was seven cubits wide. For on the outside he made offsets in the wall of the house all around, that the beams should not be inserted into the walls of the house. The house, when it was under construction, was built of stone, prepared at the quarry, and no hammer or axe or any tool of iron was heard in the house while it was under construction. The door for the middle side rooms was in the right side of the house. They went up by winding stairs into the middle floor, and out of the middle into the third. So he built the house and finished it, and he covered the house with beams and planks of cedar. He built the floors all along the house, each five cubits high, and they rested on the house with timber of cedar. The word of the Lord came to Shlomo, saying, Concerning this house which you are building, if you will walk in my statutes and execute my ordinances 
and keep all my mitzvot to walk in them. Then I will establish my word with you, which I spoke to David, your father. And I will dwell among the sons of Israel, and will not forsake my people Israel. So Shlomo built the house and finished it. He built the walls of the house within its boards of cedar, from the floor of the house to the walls of the ceiling. He covered them on the inside with wood, and he covered the floor of the house with cypress boards. He built twenty cubits on the back part of the house with boards of cedar, from the floor to the ceiling. He built them for it within, for an inner sanctuary, even for the most holy place. The house, that is, the temple in front, was forty cubits. There was cedar on the house within, carved with buds and open flowers. All was cedar, no stone was visible. He prepared an inner sanctuary in the middle of the house within, to set the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord there. Within the inner sanctuary was twenty cubits in length, and twenty cubits in width, and twenty cubits in its height, and he overlaid it with pure gold, and he covered the altar with cedar. So Shlomo overlaid the house within with pure gold. He drew chains of gold across before the inner sanctuary, and he overlaid it with gold. He overlaid the whole house with gold until all the house was finished. He also overlaid the whole altar that belonged to the inner sanctuary with gold. In the inner sanctuary, he made two keruvim of olive wood, each ten cubits high. Five cubits was the one wing of the keruv, with five cubits the other wing of the keruv. From the tip of one wing to the tip of the other was ten cubits. The other keruv was ten cubits. Both the keruvim were of one measure and one form. One keruv was ten cubits high, and so was the other keruv. He set the keruvim within the inner house, and the wings of the keruvim were stretched out, so that the wing of the one touched the one wall, and the wing of the other keruv touched the other wall, and their wings touched one another in the middle of the house. He overlaid the kruvim with gold. He carved all the walls of the house around with carved figures of kruvim, palm trees, and open flowers inside and outside. He overlaid the floor of the house with gold inside and outside. For the entrance of the inner sanctuary, he made doors of olive wood. The lintel and doorposts were a fifth part of the wall. So he made two doors of olive wood, and he carved on them carvings of kovim, palm trees, and open flowers, and overlaid them with gold. He spread the gold on the kovim and on the palm trees. He also did so for the entrance of the temple doorposts of olive wood out of a fourth part of the wall, and two doors of cypress wood. The two leaves of the one door were folding, and the two leaves of the other door were folding. 
He carved krovim, palm trees, and open flowers, and he overlaid them with gold fitted on the engraved work. He built the inner court with three courses of cut stone and a course of cedar beams. The foundation of the house of the Lord was laid in the fourth year, in the month Ziv, and in the eleventh year, in the month Bul, which is the eighth month, the house was finished throughout all its parts and according to all its specifications. So he spent seven years building it. That was First um, Kings chapters 5 and 6. And now our portion today from the writings is Psalm 105. Give thanks to the Lord, call on his name, make his doings known among the peoples, sing to him, sing praises to him, tell of all his marvelous works, glory in his holy name, let the heart of those who seek the Lord rejoice, seek the Lord and his strength, seek his face forevermore. Remember his marvelous works that he has done, his wonders, and the judgments of his mouth. You offspring of Abraham, his servant, you sons of Yaakov, his chosen ones. He is the Lord our God, his judgments are in all the earth. He has remembered his covenant forever. The word which he commanded to a thousand generations, the covenant which he made with Abraham, his oath to Yitzchak, and confirmed it to Yaakov for a statute, to Israel for an everlasting covenant, saying, To you I will give the land of Canaan, the lot of your inheritance. When they were but a few in number, yes, very few, and foreigners in it, they went about from nation to nation, from one kingdom to another people. He allowed no one to do them wrong. Yes, he reproved kings for their sakes. Do not touch my anointed ones. Do my prophets no harm. He called for a famine on the land. He destroyed the food supplies. He sent a man before them. Yosef was sold for a slave. They bruised his feet with shackles. His neck was locked in irons until the time that his word happened and the word of the Lord proved him true. The king sent and freed him, even the ruler of peoples, and let him go free. He made him lord of his house and ruler of all his possessions, to discipline his princes at his pleasure and to teach his elders wisdom. Israel also came into Egypt. Yaakov lived in the land of Ham. He increased his people greatly and made them stronger than their adversaries. He turned their heart to hate his people, to conspire against his servants. He sent Moshe, his servant, and Aaron, whom he had chosen. They performed miracles among them and wonders in the land of Ham. He sent darkness and made it dark. They did not rebel against his words. He turned their waters into blood and killed their fish. 
Their land swarmed with frogs, even in the rooms of their kings. He spoke, and swarms of flies came, and lice in all their borders. He gave them hail for rain, with lightning in their land. He struck their vines, and also their fig trees, and shattered the trees of their country. He spoke, and the locusts came with the grasshoppers, without number, ate up every plant in their land, and ate up the fruit of their ground. He struck also the firstborn in their land, the first fruits of all their manhood. He brought them out with silver and gold, and there was not one feeble person among his tribes. Egypt was glad when they departed, for the fear of them had fallen on them. He spread a cloud for a covering, fire to give light in the night. They asked, and he brought quails, and satisfied them with the bread of heaven. He opened the rock, and waters gushed out. They ran as a river in the dry places. For he remembered his holy word, and Abraham his servant. He brought his people out with joy, his chosen with singing. He gave them the lands of the nations. They took the labor of the peoples in possession, that they might keep his statutes and observe his laws. Hallelujah. That was Psalm or Tehillim 105. And now from the Apostles, we will read Luke 19, 28 through 48. And having said these things, he went on ahead, going up to Yerushalayim. And it came to pass, when he came near to Bethphage and Bethani, at the mountain that is called Olivet, that he sent two of his disciples, saying, Go your way into the village on the other side, in which, as you enter, you will find a colt tied, which no man has ever sat upon. Untie it and bring it. And if anyone asks you, Why are you untying it? Say to him, The Lord needs it. So those who were sent went away and found things just as he had told them. But as they were untying the colt, its owners said to them, Why are you untying the colt? And they said, The Lord needs it. Then they brought it to Yeshua, and they threw their cloaks on the colt and set Yeshua on it. And he went, and as he went, they spread their cloaks on the road. And as he was now getting near, at the descent of the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of the disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works which they had seen, saying, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord, shalom in heaven and glory in the highest. And some of the Pharisees from the multitude said to him, Rabbi, rebuke your disciples. But he answered and said to them, I tell you that if these were silent, the stones would immediately cry out. And when he came near, he saw the city and wept over it, saying, If you, even you, had known today the things which belong to your shalom, but now they are hidden from your eyes, 
For the days will come on you when your enemies will throw up a barricade against you, surround you, hem you in on every side, and will dash you and your children within you to the ground. They will not leave in you one stone on another, because you did not know the time of your visitation. Then he entered into the temple and began to drive out those who bought and sold in it, saying to them, It is written, My house is a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of robbers. And he was teaching daily in the temple. But the chief Kohanim, the Torah teachers, and the leading men among the people sought to destroy him. And they could not find what they might do, for all the people hung on to every word that he said. That was Luke nineteen twenty-eight through 48. Um, if you are reading through the Apostles twice this year, uh, you'll be reading Ephesians 4 today also. All right. Thanks for listening and following along as we read through the scriptures this year. I pray that every single one who has heard these words today will be blessed, strengthened, and encouraged as you go about your day. This has been Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom from Israel. Until next time. Mm-hmm.